And hello again, everybody, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Vecchi. It's Eric Vetch of the Hopkins Royals on the Overtime Hockey Podcast Network and the Overtime Hockey Podcast. Of course, this is dedicated to everything Hopkins High School Hockey, and we welcome in the head coach of the Royals. Uh, Eric, you got one under your belt. We'll say hello to you, and then i got to make a couple of mentions here to our sponsors. So hello to you, buddy. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing today? I uh, couldn't be better. I mean, you've got an off day from work today, which is really nice. It's a Monday when we're recording this, so I'm sure you've got a little bit of a jump in your ste- jump in your step because all, all you got to do now is just go to the rink, right? Yeah, basically, that's where I'm at right now. Wax. I'm at the rink. I'm at my office. So you're in the yeah. office. Too bad I didn't come down to see you, but uh, we're, we're using technology at its finest to make it happen. So, oh, by I the would. way, we'd like to mention uh, today's uh, broadcast is uh, made possible by Tradition Companies. Um, we all know about them, and they've done a lot of work with me over the years in, in uh, high school hockey and youth hockey and also promoting just communities across the metro area. They are a family-based, uh, Minnesota-based company working for the good in your communities, helping you connect the dots between your land development, financial services, and home-building needs. Learn more about them at traditionco.com. Also, uh, they're going to be a part of our Care 11 Game of the Week. It's uh, really actually it's sponsored by Tradition. So it's the Tradition Company's Hockey Night in Minnesota on Care 11, uh, although that's just going to be streaming. But you can get it on the Roku app, uh, the Care 11 app. Also, uh, Care 11 Fire TV and, of course, the YouTube channels. Another big sponsor with all of our stuff this year is Sniper's Edge Hockey. Uh, Cyber Monday is in full force as we're doing this. Dryland stick balls. You can get those as low as $449, uh, uh, lowest price of the year. Uh, but you can also get the uh, tiles, rather, for $449 a tile. Uh, limited time only. Free shipping on orders of 50 bucks or more. It's a great uh, surface to work on your game off the ice. You can check them out at snipersedgehockey.com. Now on to the task at hand, the matters that matter the most, and that's the Hopkins Royals and Eric Vetch, the head coach. Uh, Eric, you guys opened up on Friday night at the Apple Valley Sports Arena. A 7-5 to five, uh, loss to the Apple Valley Eagles. I'm sure there's some good things in there and some other things you want to work on, but the number that stands out is seven goals in the final two periods. Talk about what you took from that and what you're going to be working on at practice today. Uh, D-zone, 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 work <laughs> without the puck, D-zone, D-zone, and more D-zone. Right. What did you see in the D zone? Obviously, I didn't get to see the game because one of our units isn't, our cameras aren't there. But uh, w- w- was there a lot of chasing? A lot of guys overdoing yeah, it? Yeah, just, just a lot of a lot of doing too much. You know, um, guys not covering for teammates, teammates getting out of position, and then other guys going and doing their positions when somebody's already there. One of the things I'm trying to teach you guys is to understand the five-man unit of hockey. So if a, if a teammate's the first one back and he happens to be out of position because he's the first one back, even though he's not a D or he's a forward or he's a wing, he's the first one back to help in the D zone, then whoever comes in next needs to fill that position. You know what I mean? we got to start filling positions and, and, and taking care of the middle of the ice. And, and what happened and was evident on film on Saturday morning was uh, – just uh, guys getting beat off walls and just coasting and not and not participating and that just I mean it's a it's a recipe for for disaster you know um, and, and unfortunately you know it was a hard lesson for our kids to learn because the, the the good part about our game was you know we don't put up five goals in Hopkins very often let alone six or seven and so um, we're starting to see a trend an uptick in scoring which means our skill levels there to be able to to play we just have to really 
focus and work on working from our end out as, as most coaches and most pro teams will talk about, you have to take care of your defensive zone so much before you even think about going and scoring goals. Well, so, you know, on the D zone, I think it's so interesting because I think there's a lot of well-meaning players from the National Hockey League all the way down. It's just part of the game where it occurs, right? Where you yeah. see uh, an issue and then you kind of overplay it. You don't trust that your teammate's going to win his particular battle. Right, and then you bail, and then your spot is left open, and then that guy's open, and then it becomes, I mean, you can see it upstairs. It just becomes, oh, boy, here comes the hamster wheel, and you can't get off it. And then you just, you hope for a whistle, right? And then, you know, you hope your next unit wins a draw, and then you can get possession and don't have to get into that position again. Uh, It's really a tough rhythm thing. So so how do you handle a well-intentioned, meaning player I mean, I say from the highest of levels all the way down to squirt hockey, uh, they still do it. How do you handle saying, we know you want to do it, but you can't? Um, you, you basically just got to kind of work at, at work at getting them to understand that, that they got to put themselves in what they want before what they need to do. You know, we talk about wants and needs in school and social studies and in life, you know, you have wants and needs. Well, you know, kids want to go and help, but the thing is, is they need to stay in their position. So when that guy breaks down, we're, it, we're there to support it. It's the, it, you know, our D zone is set up. So we should support each other by levels. If one guy gets beat, there should be another guy there. And then we should have another layer, layer of support behind him. Right. And, but the thing is, is when you're chasing pucks around and you're only focusing on, on the puck play and not looking around and taking that extra half second to look around and see where the opponent's at, then you're really causing yourself a little more problems. And so for us, it's just ingraining in these guys that, you know what, we, if, if the first guy back happens to be the wing, the center should probably take his spot at the, you know, at the top of the circle or, or inside top circle or inside the circle there to make sure if he gets beat off the wall that you're there to help, right? We can always attack the point if we have to attack the point, but we don't want the puck going anywhere near the middle of the ice. And, and, and so that's just today, you know, and another thing too, and, and what gets lost in high school hockey a lot, and even youth hockey, not so much the pros as much, but you still see it is um, there's, there's a process of playing, of playing without the puck in your zone and a process of playing with the puck in your zone. And what happens is, is guys get lost in that translation of, of offensive possession in your zone or defensive posture in your zone and so mm. we really got to break that down to these yep. guys that we can and say look when we don't have the puck we need to be in defensive posture when we have the puck we can get to our breakout spots but what happens is, is kids will go to their breakout spots thinking they're in a good defensive position but you don't have possession yet right and then they're chasing from outside in when we really want to work inside out in our zone right yep I, I completely agree with you. It's recognition of possession when it's clean and good possession. So yeah. uh, so, so a, a D-man may be down in a corner and the puck's rattling around, right? You kind of yeah. think he's going to win the battle, but you're not sure. You can't bail if you're on the strong side from your D-man up there if you're a wing. And no, if you do and you lose, it, that's when you get toast. You know, you, you, got, watch, you watch when you're doing these games, you know, Pete, this winter, how many of those weak side wings will go to their breakout spot because their guy's chasing a loose puck in the corner and he doesn't have it yet. And – and, and bad things aren't going to, good things aren't going to happen from that, right? Like, you know, they, kids really need to get, get into their minds. You can't move from your defensive spot until you have 100% possession, right? And then we got to get going, right? It's the so, recognition, isn't it? So in, yeah. the, in this game, your squad scores two in the first. They're all shot 15-8, but they made good on those eight shots with a 2 nothing lead. But then it was Apple Valley that erupts for uh, three straight. They take a 3-2 to two lead. 
Uh, then you tie it back up at three. They take the four, three lead. This has got to be really a backbreaker with one second left in the second. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, again, if you, if you see the go on film or if you go back and rewatch that one, it wasn't pretty. Um, again, it's just hard work beats talent without work. Um, you know, this is the same thing I'm going to tell my kids when we go into Tuesday's game with Shakopee is, is, you know, Hey, you know, if they don't work hard, and we work harder than them, we're going to have a shot. And, and Apple Valley came out. It was, they did their senior night the first night. The place was packed. They had a big student section there. And they had support and love. And, and that's what I'm hoping for Tuesday at the path here. So we, we're going to pack big blue country, hopefully, Tuesday nice. with a lot of fans and, and get this thing rocking so our kids have that same kind of momentum and jump, you know, because they do. When they play in front of their friends and family at home, they, they seem to have a different step. We got to figure out how to do that on the road, though. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I got so you know to kind of paint the full picture here. So you kind of have a heartbreaker there. We you, you lose the two nothing lead, then they take the three two lead. You knotted up at three midway through the the second. That late goal makes it with a second left makes it four uh, three. But then you come back and score a pair and answer right yeah. away. KD St. Mm-hmm. Hubert go, gives you a, a ties it up, and then Ben Poland gives you the lead, which is awesome. Yeah. But then Apple Valley finished strong. Do you feel like your kids ran out of gas too? Was there some of that, well, or what do you think? Well, part of, part of that, I mean, you know, we, we talked about these guys this year. Like, they, they got to get in shape. We have to play at a different level than we we're used to from the past, and, and it's our goal as coaches to do that. Um, but it's not going to happen overnight, you know, it, it, but it's going to be something we have to keep working at. Um, <clears throat> again, it's November. It's not like I, you know, as, as disheartening as the, this loss was, um, and, and not to take away anything from Apple Valley, those, they're a hardworking bunch, you know, and they're well coached and, and they just, they, they just played a better overall hockey game than we played. Um, and, but yeah, we got to do better with, with our opportunities as well. Um, we got, you know, we, we had a lot of ops, um, it's just we, you know, we didn't take advantage of them. And, and then when you, you, you get in a situation where, you know, you're up, you think you're up, you get comfortable. And, and again, the, the beauty of this, and this is what I'm proud of in my group here, Pete, is, is they had opportunities like a year ago at the beginning of the year, we're up 2 nothing on Buffalo, and they come and they rattle off eight straight, and they beat us 8-2, to two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't happen here, you know. Buffalo had that same work ethic, that same drive. They had some skilled guys too, but they – they really outworked us all over the ice. And that's what happened the other night is we just didn't work hard enough. You know, I mean, we worked hard, but we did, worked hard doing the wrong things and not the right things. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Well, but, and so, but, but so at, le- I mean, at least they worked hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and yeah. so, so you so see, you've got, you have to work ethic is never an issue there. Uh, it, it's, no. it's never that it's just thinking smart. And, and as yeah. I like to say, thinking like a winner and uh, winners don't think they've won. Uh, they, they, they don't stop until the, the buzzer beats and winners don't judge their talent and say, well, we think we can beat this team or, well, this team's not as good as us or, oh, we're going to lose it. Nope. Winners come in and they just say, who do we got? Okay, let's go. And you play the game in front of you and you finish. And I think that's what, that's kind of the, the guy I know and you, that's what you're working here. And I think that's going to be really helpful for these kids. Yeah, they, they need to learn how to, how to play with the lead. And, and, and like I say, there's so many positives because like I said, a year ago, that game after they took the lead could have gone all kinds of sideways on us, but these kids bounced back and fought back. They kept fighting back. It's just, uh, they, they just need to learn and and we need to, we need to win a few games here. So these guys can understand how to finish a game out. Right. Like, like we get to two, nothing and we have a chance. We had a beautiful opportunity in front to make it three, nothing. If we make it three, nothing, it might be a different game. Right. Um, you know, we come down, 
we come down up five four and we hit a post. If that you know if that puck goes in, and I know I'm talking ifs, but if if it does go in, you know it's a six you know it's six four instead of five four, and maybe it's a different game. You know maybe you you put that you know you put that nail a little further in that coffin, then you know and, and the other team is is kind of like on second guessing themselves now because they're battling too, and and so knowing that we we probably didn't play the way we wanted to and and yet we had an opportunity to win that game not that I'm, I'm looking for rah-rah stuff but at the same time like in the past here I think that could have gone all kinds of sideways yeah that, that that tent would have been pitched and have been game over you've yeah got, you've got Shakopee coming up next this is their uh, season opener nine six yeah. and three last year and if I remember correctly I think uh they they went kind of younger on their roster this year if I if I heard my information correctly uh, but yeah. this is a program that is getting better and better as they move along. So they they should give you guys a pretty good push tomorrow night. Yeah, you know I'm expecting I'm expecting a uh, I'm expecting a good game tomorrow night out of those guys. They're going to be pumped up to come in here and play and beat us. Um, it, it, it's interesting when you got that young of a team. How you know coming up from Bantams, they you know they they got three or four kids from their Bantam A team or Bantam Double A team coming up to play varsity. Maybe and, and so it's going to be interesting to see. I know they're skilled. I know they're good. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to a full house here and, uh, you know, a rabid, a rabid atmosphere, you know, it's well, going to be something that they're not used to playing in. It's know? a pop and, uh, and play. It's a hop and place when it's full. It's really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a cracker Jack box in there. Uh, it's a little yeah. more modern now. It's great, but it's got some really good energy. Then on Thursday, you've got, uh, what I've always felt is a very hard to play against Joe Dietzik led, uh, Minneapolis team. They fell four to two to mini, uh, to, uh, uh, Hastings, to open the season uh, this past Saturday. So this will uh, be a game they'll play with you after they play Armstrong Cooper. So uh, another team that I think will never be um, shy in playing the game the right way. And no. I've always felt Joe's teams have really strong work ethic. They do, and they, they, they know where to go and where to be. Um, you know, it, it's interesting with Minneapolis. Even when I was at Kennedy with them, we'd have, you know, it would be amazing to me, like, just how gritty they were, you know. Um they always got a couple of guys that are elusive and they got a couple of guys that work really hard and, and they kind of drive that thing. And, and, you know, with, with the coaching staff over there, you got some, you got some ex NHL dudes and stuff like that on that staff. And, and, uh, one of my buddies shooters coaching over there with Joey D and, and it's kind of like, uh, it's going to be fun to coach against those guys. Cause you know, I mean, you, it's always fun to coach against guys, you know. Well, the shooter, with. the shooter knows your guys, right? I mean, he's worked with a lot yeah, of these Hopkins, yeah, so it's not know, like he's coming in uh, with a blank slate. He kind of knows what's going on, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, he, he comes over and runs our Wednesday pep stuff, which yeah. is really cool of him to do, you know. And so, um, yeah, I mean, he he kind of knows. He, he was helping our bantams at tryouts and stuff like that. And he's done a lot of things for us over here, which is cool. I mean, I know he's coaching over there, but uh, it's one of those things where, where you know, he he loves the game. He he loves showing kids what to do. He's, you know, the kids love him. So you guys, I mean, for Joe to, you guys were teammates, right? What's that? You, got, you guys were teammates, weren't you? Well, at younger ages and squirts and stuff. Yeah. Squirts and youth hockey, but back in the day, but, uh, you know, as we got older, we went different routes, but you know, it's one of those things where, where he, uh, 
he was a he was a fantastic hockey player when we, when we were growing what, up. Wasn't man. he really? He was oh, really wow. good. Did you know that he's a relative of our uh, our uh, favorite color guy, Bart Archer? Did you know that? No way. Yeah. Did not know that. He and BA yeah. are cousins or something like that. I thought you'd get, right, get a kick cool. out of that. So anyway, yeah. we never, people are going, what are you guys talking about at this stage? But yeah. anyway, so we digress. But they're a good team. And then finally, uh, you have coming in on Saturday the Tartan Titans. Uh, they'll have oh, yeah. had uh, two games under their belt. They beat New Richmond 4 nothing the other night on Saturday. And uh, they'll be a Cambridge Ice Sandy. So they're starting with three roadies. They're going to be a little bit road-weary. That might be a team you might want to jump on. And you know what? They're a team that um, I think people can kind of forget about. They're tucked in over on the east side a little bit. At least the west siders yeah. can kind of forget about them. But, you know, I, I would never turn my back on them either. Well, we no, we played them last year as well and, and ran into almost the same sack. I, I kind of correlated to the coaching staff here that our, our Apple Valley game was like our Tartan game last year. Um, they had a they have an outstanding goaltender, and I believe he's back. And this kid is lights out. Um, just a game changer. Like, and if you don't jump on him or you don't get pucks behind him, you're gonna have troubles because they work. They work hard. They, they're east side. You know, they're any any east side hockey team. Those kids, they just they bring their hard hats and their lunch pails, and then they do it. You know what I mean? Whether whether they got skill, whether they don't got skill, they're gonna be grimy and they're gonna be gritty. And so it's gonna be another game. And like I said. I told my kids at the beginning of the year, our schedule set up for us to have success if we play the game the right way. If we don't play the game the way we're, we're supposed to, we're going to find ourselves in trouble. And, and you know, with this schedule, with these teams we got, they're not, you know, whether they're Class A or Double A, it doesn't really matter to me. It, it's all about, you know, playing against groups of people that you want to have games with because they they play the game the way you want your guys to play, right? And And, and – like with Apple Valley and with Tartan and even Minneapolis, I mean, they're these kids are going to work and and they're going to want to knock us off. We're even though we're Hopkins, we're still a late conference team. I think people look at that and say, oh, we're going, you know, going to beat a late conference team, and and our kids need to understand and accept that challenge and say, you know what, not tonight, you know. And that's what I'm trying to get them to understand. So, I agree with you 100. percent And I think there's there's something that can be said to uh, Stephen Kelly, by the way, is that goaltender you're speaking of, and uh, yeah. he is uh, very good. And you look, he had a 906 save percentage of the 2.75 last year, so you're going to have to earn your keep there. He had a shutout to open up the season. But, uh, you know, there, there's something that can be said about um, – I do think hockey is a little bit regional with, with the way it's played and perceived. You've got little pockets here from the West Metro. Um, it's a little more stylistic, a little more showy. A little more, you know, you know, dangle fast, look at me kind of thing. I think it yeah. gets a little more lunch pail as you go east. Uh, I think when yeah. you go to the northeast, when you start getting to the easts, the Denfelds, the Hermantowns, it's a blend of kind of the east and west here in the metro where it's lunch paley yet skilled. And then when you go to the northwest, it's just straight in your, in your kitchen. Um, it's quite interesting how there's different regional play. It's almost like the NHL with each division, how it has different levels of play or styles. Um, I think the same can be said too. And I think it's really helpful for your team to see all different types. When you put together your schedule, do you try to do that? Or is it just sort of like, well, here's a game. We need to find somebody. Well, no, I mean, it just depends. I mean, like, like from last year's schedule that, you know, my AD and I, my assistant AD and I, and, and the AD and I sat down like, who do we want? And you know, what do we want to keep off last year's schedule? And, and I want I wanted to play the late conference be, for certain reasons, and I'm not going to talk about that today. But you know, I want to play against late conference teams because we're a late conference school. And I also wanted to play teams that are closer to us regionally in case something happened with this, you know, with, with COVID and stuff yeah. and all that stuff going on. Where 
you know, if we, you know, if they shut down busing or something, we can get the games in 10, 15 minutes. But then part of that too is, is uh, who do you want to play from last year? You know, and, and, and so some of these schools, I felt like, you know what, you know, last year was my, our, our first year and my first year here. And we're trying to build a culture here of, 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 you know, hard work, hard work, hard work. And, and so when we play teams or keep teams on our schedule, I want teams that are going to throw back at me the same type of game I want to play. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just say who's going to outwork who tonight, you know? Um, and so part of that is, is, you know, you look at some of the East side schools, it's their fun to play against. They, like I said, they're gritty. They, they, you know, they're the emphasis of, of hard work in a sense. And they, those kids carry that attitude and uh, it's good for us to play against. Well, so. it's nice because they're not easily impressed. Yeah. You know, those teams, they, they, they don't care. And so yeah. they're going to come do their thing. Well, so it's interesting. You know, I, you know, my, my meter and my gauge is, is that, that that loss at Apple Valley kind of, kind of bit you a little bit. You're not pleased. And, um, I'm sure the kids are going to know it over the next couple of days when you get into your next game on Tuesday. You know, you've got to have they've got to have short-term memories, but you know, you've got one day where you're not going to go hard really obviously because you have Sundays off where it's going to be, you know, basically um, you know, setting up for this game and you know, you've got games between. So, uh hopefully they have short-term memories but they can uh, have the long-term memory to what you just uh, are working on today. Yeah. No, I hear you. And it's it's good. I like I say I I really don't care who we play. I just want to make sure our kids understand that that they have to play at a certain level if they want to have success and they want to be successful in this game. We also have to work on skills. We have to work on managing pucks. There's you know I, again I got a hardworking group here, but and they understand that they just got to figure out now how to how to translate that into 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 winning games and not giving them away. You know and and, and that's working smart. Yeah, yeah, working smarter, not harder, and understanding that that you know that that they control their own destiny. I mean, you know, any coach in the in the state is is fooling themselves if they think they're the reason why their teams are just so dominant in a sense. Other than when they drop the puck and start playing, it's all in the kids' hands, right? Yep. Like you know, we give them the structure, we give them what they need to to be successful, and then they have to take it and go with it, you know. And and at the end of the day, it's about them and what they want. And so that that's ultimately what we're trying to teach here. So Well, they got a great crew in place, and you guys are uh, fantastic. And appreciate your time joining uh, the podcast here today. Once yeah. again, presented by Tradition Companies and Sniper's Edge Hockey. Be sure to check them both out, traditionco.com and snipersedgehockey.com. Great Cyber Mondays deals going on right now. Uh, they have really good uh, off-ice and on-ice training tools for each and every one of you to check out. Uh, Eric, we'll be in touch in a couple of weeks. Let's talk about some wins. Yeah. No, I, I'd love to. I'd love to, Pete, and I appreciate your time, and, and thanks for giving us uh, this platform to come out and talk. I think it's great for our community and our program. So love it. I appreciate it. Go Royals. Hey, thanks, bud. For Eric Vatch, I'm Pete Wagner. So long, everybody.